This is Sports Talk with Jack Wilson on News Talk 770, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Pretty easy night for Jock on Sports Talk with Jock tonight because uh, we just had a great half hour with the head coach of the Calgary Stampeders. The Calgary Stampeders are on a 14-game undefeated streak, a 12-game winning streak. Uh, Dave Dickinson, always fun to spend a half hour with him. Now I get back-to-back insiders. It's a real pleasure to welcome back our NHL insider, Craig Button, for another season. Mr. Button, welcome back, my friend. Happy to be back. Uh, thanks for having me, and uh, and a great big thank you to Glenn Studer for uh, yes uh, switching his times with me. We're doing uh, a live uh, NHL preview show tonight, and uh, uh, he was uh, very very kind and accommodating and uh, allowing me to do the first half hour. So big thanks to Glenn, and obviously does a great job on the uh, CFL on TSN. And I'll tell you what. Watching those Stampeders, that's a, that's a pretty impressive group, isn't it? Oh. Well, uh, you could say it was a happy Thanksgiving. And I should point out that Glenn Suter is coming up at 7.30, so we will get to Glenn. And, and I do have to congratulate Mo Chicago. Uh, Mo is uh, caller number six. You've won yourself a couple of tickets to see the Stampeders against the Montreal Alouettes on October the 15th. Uh, hey, we're going to make this interactive. So if you have questions for Craig Button, if you want to talk to Craig Button, the phone lines are always open here. One number to call, one number to text, 403-974-TALK, 403-974-8255. But Craig, we do have hey, a lot. And one quick thing, yes. Jock, to yes. that too, right? One of the things that I'm going to take upon myself, and we'll do it together, and we'll okay. do it with QR and everybody, right? But one of the things that uh, that I really want to do this year is, is ahead of the show, whether it be the afternoon or the day, I'm, I'm going to tweet out and just say, hey, listen, uh, ask me some questions, and we'll get to one or two of them, maybe even three of them on the show. So I think that's a great you know, idea. When we talk about making it interactive, you know what? Fans have lots of good perspective, a lot of good insights, so uh, and a lot, and questions. So hopefully we can uh, get them more engaged, and we can answer some of those questions that are sitting on the tips of their tongue. That's a great point. Uh, tonight's show pretty easy though, because uh, this is sort of like our NHL preview show. And hey, we got to start right here with the Calgary Flames. You live in Calgary. This is your hometown. Dinner. You still owe me dinner. I, I still owe you dinner. I know. Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> they're not making the playoffs this year either, are they? Oh no, no! I won't go down that path. Uh, let's before before I before I ask you about uh, you know Johnny Hockey's new contract. Here's here's the head coach of the Calgary Flames. What he had to say today. It's uh, it's nice. You can certainly see there was some energy out there in the in the building tonight, and uh, I thought that uh, you know he gave us a little juice in the room, and we had our meeting, and he's excited to be here, and he's excited to play, and he's a hockey player. So um, I thought I really liked their practice with him in it, and uh, I think there's some good excitement. Good excitement. And, and here's the general manager of the Calgary Flames, Brad Trelevin. The most important thing is that it did get done. It got done before the start of the season. And uh, um, it got done because both sides had, had one goal in mind. That's to get a to get an agreement done, get Johnny back playing. That's what he wants to do. This is, you know, I, know, I know it's been a long process for him, but his only, his only mission in life is to get back on the ice and play and, and, and help our team win. That's a big, a big thing, and it's all about winning in the National Hockey League. So, you know, Craig Button, before I ask you about the Flames' chances heading into the season, because I'm already getting a couple of texts on that question, uh, let me just ask you about the, the contract, because uh, you and I talked about this earlier. It's a win-win-win situation for everybody involved here. It, it really is, Jock. And, you know, I, I use the term, everybody gets a, a check mark uh, besides... Uh, whatever whatever vantage point you're coming from. You know, number one, the team. And, and I'm not putting them in any order. I'm just starting. Number one with the team. So, I mean, this is a team that's way better with Johnny Gujo in the lineup than not in the lineup. Uh, it takes uh, some of the pressure off of uh, 
you know, other players to score. We saw what happened in the preseason. So for, from a team point of view, check mark. Uh, from a management point of view, another check mark. I mean, one of the things they wanted to do is, is find a contract uh, that could work for the team that reflected Johnny's importance and value to the team, but didn't put things out of whack. Uh, I, I think in that in, in that perspective, while while I believe Johnny uh, was was warranted and and asking for seven and a half million a year. I think this is a really good contract for, for, for management. Uh, number three for Johnny Goudreau. Uh, I, I think he gets compensated very well and it's only a six year deal. I know it sounds funny, only a six year deal, but it's a six year deal. So, you know, from that perspective, you know, Johnny can at, at 29 figure out where he's at and, and just quickly back to the team. They can also evaluate where Johnny's at at 29 to see, you know, where they want to go at it. So from that perspective and most importantly, and, and, and really most importantly for the fans, mm-hmm. you know, the fans now get to see one of the, one of the very top players in the national hockey league, a player that the Calgary flames, the paper player, Calgary flames haven't had in a long time back in uniform before the season starts. And, you know, on, on an individual basis for Brad Shea living, he doesn't have to answer questions about Johnny Goudreau anymore. <laughs> and, and the focus should be on the team and, you know, the fans and the team now can, can start their uh, dance and hopefully it's a dance that ends uh, with the playoffs. Well, you know, and, and that's the, that's the million dollar question coming uh, your way very, very shortly. But let me ask you this because the Calgary flames did finalize their roster as all teams had to do earlier this afternoon. The Calgary flames uh, did sign Christopher Stieg to a one year contract. A 34 year old veteran has, you know, a pretty nice resume, you know, winning a couple of Stanley cups. They also, you know, signed Nick Grossman, the defenseman who does have a relationship, I think with, the general manager and the, and the head coach and and he is he's a depth guy on the back end the calgary flames are going to start with eight defensemen uh, just your thoughts on uh, what they did with christopher steeg and uh, nick grossman today well I, I i mean i understand what they've done with christopher steeg I, I i think the key for chris is uh you know a lot of teams at this time of the year they talk about experience and whatnot bottom line christopher steeg is what he is if you're going to try to extend him uh, too far up the lineup, you're, you're, you're not going to get the best of Christopher Steve. If you want him to come in and play, uh, you know, a, a range of minutes that he can manage at this point in his career and contribute, well, then I think that at the dollar figure, that's a good contract for, uh, for Christopher Steve and for the Calgary Flames. Uh, Nick Grossman, I, 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 I think Nick Grossman has been a, uh, a, a dependable defenseman. Uh, he's had some injuries. Uh, he's not the fleetest of foot. And again, like, I mean, at 575, I mean, I think they're trying to keep some experience on the blue line. But, you know, Ladislaw Smead, uh, you know, real competitor, not a very good defenseman. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Grossman, real competitor. He, he's a bottom of the bottom of your defense roster defenseman. So if you feel a little bit of a, having a security blanket at that cost, I mean, that's good, which allows some of your younger defensemen to continue to grow and develop. I think in that, but, but, but if you're going to get, Nicholas Grossman playing too much uh, or too too far up in the in the lineup, you're you're, you're going to have problems as a team. As some people have suggested, and again, this is some people that I've just heard out there uh, suggesting Versteeg should play on the number one line with uh, Monahan and Johnny Goudreau. You're you're telling me that's probably not a good idea. No, I don't think it's a good idea at all. I think that that's exactly the type of thing that gets you into trouble. <laughs> again, you want to start stealing players up the lineup. Just ask yourself this. 
is Christopher Stieg a top line f- forward? Has Christopher Stieg ever been a top line forward? Uh, the answer so would now, be no. Yeah. At this point of his career, you're going to start making him a top line forward. Good, go ahead, go ahead. You're just all you're doing is. Does that mean he can't play in there in a spot or if something happens? No, I'm not saying that. But if you're going to put him in there on a regular basis, <laughs> you, you, you you've got big problems. Yeah, no, I, I think that's uh, it's going to be interesting to see where they, they, they all slot in from that standpoint. Uh, some people are suggesting this is going to be a breakout year. And, and again, uh, uh, Sam Bennett, you know, he's he's one of these young kids. T- tough to call it a breakout year. He's still probably too young to be in that category. But a lot of people are suggesting this guy could have a, a really nice season for the Calgary Flames. Your thoughts? Let's keep in mind that Sam Bennett was the fourth overall pick in the draft. Right. Sam is uh, highly skilled. He's highly competitive. And I, I, I think the, what I'm really looking for from Sam Bennett this year, is, you, you know, people talk about breakthrough. The only way he's going to have a breakthrough year, and, and you, you know, when I say move into another level in his career, is if he, he, he starts to get a little more dialed in on the details. You know what? Like, to me, Sam Bennett, the skill is going to carry him so far, but now the details of your game. You want to be a top-end player, you got to have details in your game. If I'm Sam Bennett, I'm watching Sean Monaghan all the time. Sean Monaghan has details in his game. That's why Sean Monaghan has back-to-back 60-point seasons. And Sam Bennett's going to have to get some of those same disciplines and those same uh, details into his game. If he doesn't, what you're going to have is a flighty player, which which now – you start to now, instead of saying it's time to break through, you're going to be saying, oh, will he ever break through? So this is up to Sam. And do I think Sam can do it? Yeah, I think he can. But that's what I'm watching for. So this leads us to the number one question on the text line. I've had this from three different texters tonight. Uh, Kevin was the first one. So Kevin asked the question, do you see the Flames as a legitimate playoff contender? And Craig, you and I have talked about this before. They addressed their number one issue in the offseason. That was goaltending. Well, yes, they did. So so they definitely addressed it. And to answer Kevin's question, yes, I do think they're a legitimate uh, playoff contender. Uh, you know, I, I I think that if Goudreau hadn't started the year in the lineup, I, that would have made the challenge a little bit uh, greater because the start is so key. I mean, I think the Flames started out, if I recall correctly, 2-8-2 and two last year. Mm-hmm. So after 12 games last year, it was over for the Calgary Flames. It was over. They were done, finished out with 70 games left to play. The start is incredibly important. Without a strong start, you're not going to make the playoffs. So I think that the goaltending took them out. The you know some uh, some erratic you know play uh, you know on the special teams cost them some some really bad what what I would call discipline in their game. Uh, you know some some inability to hold leads, which goes back to the goaltending. So to me, Brian Elliott is going to really come in and give them a steadying hand in the net. I think Chad Johnson is a terrific compliment to uh, Brian Elliott. Uh, you, you have Giordano, you have Brody, you have Hamilton. I, I, I really like Yoki Paka. I think that he can, you know, be in that nice role behind those guys. And, you know, you got Monaghan and Bennett's got to take that step up. Backlund looks like a legitimate player. So now it's, uh, it, it, I, I think they have enough elements in their group to, to, to really challenge, uh, not for a playoff spot, but for, for top three in the Pacific and, 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 and stay in the, in the wild card hunt too. I, I don't think they're chasing the seventh or eighth spot, 
I think they have a legitimate shot to be in the top three in the Pacific. Craig Button is our NHL insider. He's joining us twice a week this season, kind of like what we've done with Glenn Suter. We're going to go early in the week and then a little later on the week. I think once we uh, you know get over the holiday Thanksgiving Monday, uh, Craig, we're going to be hooking you up every Monday and every Thursday here on Sports Talk with Jock. We'll take our first time out. We'll come back and you know we'll get Craig to break down the Pacific Division for us. As you just said, he thinks the Calgary Flames have a very good chance of being in the top three in that Pacific Division. That means they will get a playoff spot if they get into that top three. But who is falling out? That's a really good question because, uh, you know, some people think some of those California teams could be uh, maybe trending in the wrong direction. We'll ask Craig Button about that when we continue on our NHL Insider. This is Sports Talk with Jock on News Talk 770. Brand new season for the NHL Insider. Great to have Craig Button back with us, former general manager of the Calgary Flames, and now the general manager for TSN. And uh, he does all the great hockey insight work for uh, for TSN. And I, I tell you what, Craig, you, you just made a, a great prediction because you said the Calgary Flames are a legitimate Stanley Cup contender this year to get back into the playoff picture. And you see that they maybe, if things go according to plan, could be top three in the Pacific Division. So you look at what happened in the Pacific Division last year the three california teams were one two three anaheim los angeles san jose i don't see san jose taking a step back but maybe i could see anaheim or los angeles taking a step back but you're the insider Uh, if calgary moves into the top three who moves out well i can tell you this like uh, you know la has a lot to prove to me uh you know la has a tough time scoring they play a, a, a style of game where you know they're celebrated for lots of possession which is really good but you know what? If you don't take advantage of all that possession and are able to score, doesn't matter what you do. It's like football. It's like always being in the red zone, right? And you're always settling for field goals. doesn't matter that you have the ball for a long period of time. You're driving. But when you're settling for field goals, when you have all that time on the clock and all that possession, the other team that can be a quick strike team that can put the ball in the end zone, they're going to beat you ultimately. And I think that that's where I see the LA Kings. Uh, I, I, I think they're really challenged in, in two areas. Scoring and on their salary cap. I think they have some bad they have some bad contracts, and they have some uh, players that are that, that are being paid dollars where, where, where it's not commensurate with what they can add to the team. So, uh, you know, if, if, if Bill Sutter gets this team in the playoffs, uh, like I, I like I think they're going to uh, really, really, really be in tough because, quite frankly, I'll tell you right now, I, I have the LA Kings fighting for a wild card spot. I don't even have them in the conversation. For, for the Pacific Division top three teams. I have Arizona and Calgary fighting for that last spot. I think Anaheim is too good. I think Anaheim still has a really good defense. I think John Gibson's very good, and I think their forward group is, is very good. So I, I have at San Jose and Anaheim, and then I have, I have Calgary and Arizona fighting for that third mm-hmm. spot. And I think both those teams have more offense, and now with and, now, and then with Calgary's goaltending better, and with the depth that uh, the Arizona Coyotes have added on the blue line, I see the LA Kings having a fight for wild card spot. Where do you place the uh, Vancouver Canucks and the Edmonton Oilers? Then no chance, none whatsoever. <laughs> Not the Vancouver Canucks. I think I think the Vancouver Canucks are are very legitimately in position to be the worst team in the National Hockey League. Number yeah. one. I think the Edmonton Oilers are going to take some 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 strides ahead because of uh, because of number ninety seven. 
And, I mean, this guy is lights out, electrifying, and, and so good. Uh, and, and, and you know what, Peter Shirelli, I mean, he stabilized the goaltending last year with Cam Talbot. Mm-hmm. You know, you know the Taylor Hall. I mean, you, you add Adam Larson, it becomes necessary to support your team, right? So I think their team is improved, right? But and, and I think they'll take strides ahead. But I don't see them as a as a as a playoff team. I I, I really don't. I don't think they. I don't think their blue line is good enough uh, to be able to 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 merit making the playoffs. But you know what? You get on a roll like the Calgary Flames did a couple of years ago, and 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 they start out well and they just keep rolling while the questions may, uh, you know, still uh, be present. You know. They might be just on one of those rolls where it allows them to, to to roll into the playoffs. But I think they'll take some strides ahead, but not to the playoffs. What, what do you like so much about the Arizona team? Just their young players, and and they're just another year older. Well, I I, I love their coach. I think Dave Tippett's a really good coach. I think last year they found out that Louis Domingue is, is a legitimate goaltender. I mean, it was it kind of was before that. It was Mike Smith or nothing, and there was too much nothing coming from Mike Smith. So now it pushes Mike Smith, and Louis Domingue showed me a lot. You know, you, you go, you add Alex Goligoski. It takes pressure off of uh, Oliver Ekman-Larsen. Connor Murphy is a, is a better defenseman. Michael Stone's going to come back. He, he's a real solid defenseman. So I think that they got enough elements on the blue line to, to, to be real effective. And then up front, I mean, I, I know they're young. Domi and Duclair are really good. Shane Doan still adds a lot to that group. But Christian Dvorak and Dylan Strom are really good players. And, you know, yeah, they're young, but they're, but they're, but they're advanced and they're smart and, 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 and they can play. And I think that while there might be uh, some times when you might say, oh, boy, you know, are, are, are they up to it? I, I, I think ultimately their maturity at their age is, is far beyond their age. And I think it can really help them. And I, 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 think, they're, I, I, think, they're, I think they're a real good team. And they, they've added some elements. You know, Jamie McGinn, who can skate, who's got a – who's got an aggressive bent to him, you know, Martin Hansel, you know, if he can, uh, you know, stay healthy, he gives them, uh, you know, some really good play up the middle of the ice. So I think that this is a team that's legitimately going to take some strides ahead. I've only got a couple of minutes left here. So I got to ask you this question. Not one single Canadian team made the playoffs last year. You've already said Calgary's got a good chance. You've said Edmonton and Vancouver, not ready for prime time. How about the Jets, Ottawa, Montreal, Toronto? Do any of those teams have a chance in your opinion to, uh, to resurface in the playoffs? Well, well, just go to the West. I mean, Winnipeg is in a tough area. I, I, I mean, again, they have some young players in their lineup. I think they have a good team. Uh, they're going to have to be a lot more disciplined. I mean, two years ago when they made the playoffs, they weren't disciplined. They got away with it. Last year, they were undisciplined. And I'm talking about what I consider to be fundamental discipline issues. Hooking, holding, slashing, that's on the coach. Paul Maurice has to do a lot better job in that area of the team or they're going to be challenged. Uh, Toronto's got no chance to make the playoffs. Ottawa, I don't know. Maybe they can. I don't see them making it. Montreal is a team that I think has a, has a shot at it because they have Terry Price. But when I look at their opening night defense and I see Andre Markov, Alexi Emelin, uh, Greg Patteron, and an eight-year-old defenseman in, in uh, Mikhail Sergachev, they better get all-world performance from Carey Price because that is not a very good defense. Uh, that is a very good way to wrap up the very first NHL Insider for the season. We're going to do it again on Thursday night, Craig. We're going to break this down uh, twice a week with you. Really appreciate your time. You have a great night on TSN, and we will talk again on Thursday, my friend. Thank you, Josh. Have a great night. 
Craig Button, our NHL insider, joining us twice a week here on Sports Talk with Jock. Back-to-back insiders here on the program from hockey. We're going to talk football. Glenn Suter will join us when we come back. Do you think he might have a comment on the Edmonton Eskimos thinking it was optional to wear the live mics this weekend? Get his thoughts on the Calgary Stampeders as well. Glenn Suter, when we come back on Sports Talk with Jock on News Talk 770. Sports Talk with Jock. Weekdays from 6.30 to 8 p.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary. CHQR.